0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to have a, a conversation here with you, me, and uh, my wonderful wife, Krista, and really, it's three of us. we got baby Luke, who's still hanging on in there, um, biding his time. He's due the 26th of this month, December, um, but uh, if he came out uh, any really now, that'd be awesome. Um, anytime now, it'd be great. We're going to talk about promotion. It's been something I've been thinking about. Recently, you know, uh, when you commit your life to the Lord, as I believe um, hopefully every one of you have, or maybe I need to give more altar calls here. When you commit your life to the Lord, really what you do is you change your focus from being Uh, your kingdom minded to being God's kingdom minded. The Bible says in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And he's talking about obviously, you know, don't be worried about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. You know, the Lord knows, your father knows you have need of all these things. But um, there's really a safety in uh, going after the plan of God. So we're going to talk about promotion and really keys from, from both of our perspective, keys to promotion. But I would say, number one, the, the biggest key to promotion is just, is just being full force for what God has for you, is uh, full, for, full force for uh, the plan God has for you right now. You know, For me, when I was in sales, um, it took me a while to realize that God's plan, even though he called me to ministry when I was uh, seven years old, almost eight, God's plan was for me to spend uh, quite a long season in door-to-door sales. I'd gone through Bible school, I'd graduated Bible school. I had not been the best employee when I worked um, at the church right after coming out of Bible school and got let go from the church. This was back when I was like 18, 19, and then started in sales. Um, But there was a lot of maturing that had to happen. So for me, there was a few years where I actually like looked down on what I was doing because I thought to myself, um, man, I should be in ministry by now, but I'm not. Um, in this job, you know, just sec- secular job doing sales, not realizing that God had a plan there to um, uh, help me learn, uh, help my relationship with Him grow, teach me practical skills, teach me communication, many things that were taught along the way. But when I realized, man, this is this is a much as part. This is sure this isn't my full calling, but this is a much as of this is as much a part of the journey as it will be in ministry, that this is an open door. God providing even that secular job was an open door. That still to this day, and maybe, Krista, um, you can chime in here, but that's still to this day is like one of the biggest comforts knowing that as long as I do what God has put in front of me, I wouldn't have graduated from that season and that position had I not been faithful to do it and do it with everything I have. Because then you basically prove yourself as a... A worker that God can trust with more responsibility.
1: Yeah, for me it was a shorter a shorter time, but I also knew, you know, that I wanted to be in ministry. Went straight into ministry school right after high school, and uh, you know, I didn't have any other plans or anything, um, you know, ahead of myself other than you know that I would go in and do ministry, but. There was there was a season of learning some things and uh, you know even like a humbling you know with going and doing some odd jobs and things that I didn't really want to do but it was all part of where God was leading me and uh, every single thing that God had me doing from the year that I graduated till. Um, till we got promoted into ministry, there was something that I was doing that God was training me in, and uh, and I had to be diligent. You know, there was a time when I had to just say, okay, you know, this isn't my dream, right here what I'm doing, but I have to be diligent with this because this is what God's put in front of me to do. And so if I'm gonna be faithful um, with my life before God, I ha- this season counts. It's not a it's not a throwaway season. Everything I'm doing counts. You know, for 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 what. You know my life is worth right now, so I have to make you know doing these monotonous jobs that I don't feel like are my calling. Um, I have to make it work, and I have to be be very good at it, and and be very diligent at it. And that's that's one thing I think our generation they think that if I'm doing something that I don't love. If I'm doing something that's difficult or hard for me, or it's not my dream that I'm that I'm doing something wrong. But the thing is, is that on your way to the dream that you have, that God's gonna fulfill in your life, like the big picture thing, there's probably gonna be some smaller things that aren't as fun that are much more tedious. I mean, if you you know if you feel called that you're gonna go you know to reach uh, you know Asia, then there's gonna be some tedious things. You as an English-speaking person will need to do um, that aren't going to be as fun, um, but they're going to be something that's that's that is going to qualify you to go to that to go to that dream. So there's going to be things that you set up, and I think something that's really important too is while you're in this season, set goals for yourself that as you accomplish them, you reward yourself. You know, set goals that, of things that you're doing to prepare yourself for your next season. Whether it's I'm going to read this many books next year. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to educate myself in this area. I'm going to learn this language, set goals for yourself so that while you're at what, while you're doing what you're doing right now, um, you're getting prepared for what God has next for you.
0: Hebrews chapter six actually gives us a pretty, um, awesome key. You know, I see it where people, have this mindset of like, oh, when I'm in my full calling, then I'll have all the energy. You know, like like Krista said, I just don't love what I'm doing, you know. And they they treat their job as if it's I'm just waiting for God to bring me into the place where I'm supposed to be. Like, you know, timing is something that I really believe people misunderstand. Sure, there is timing. If you're fifteen, you're not ready to get married, right? You're not ready to be in full time ministry. Like there's some restrictions. Um, there's someone some restrictions to uh, uh, timing, right? So there was the passage of time that made me better to be a husband. but um, uh, so Hebrews 11. Hebrews 6, verse 11 says, And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. There was no asterisk here saying, hey, when you're doing what you're called to do, Everything is a stepping stone. And so people treat that, oh, you know, I work at this place, you know, I really don't like it, but how you handle that opens you up for promotion. So just having, I guess, a spirit of excellence in everything you do, I would say is number one. Number two for me is, um, has always been being under authority. You know, I see it more than ever being now in a place where we're full time in the ministry and pastoring. I see it where people have these attitudes towards authority and really they've never just settled in their heart that they're, they're you're not your own authority. Like you, you'll always be in a place where there'll be someone who has authority over you. So if you're the type of person who is changing churches, Oh, I just need to take a break. You know, I'm not going to go back to that church for a while. You know, they said some things that were critical. Like you don't have the option to do that. God has placed that authority above you. The first authority it places above you is your parents. As a young person, how you treat your parents and how you respond to your parents' correction is it makes a big difference to God. The Bible actually, God put it in the Ten Commandments. Obey your parents and the Lord. It's a very practical way. And then wherever you are, your workplace, your boss may not be the best boss, but how you treat him as a person who um, is a, in leadership over you, your pastors, how how you're, you don't just do whatever you want. Um, God puts that there because how we treat, if we can't obey someone who, um, or follow someone, who's, that we can see, how are we going to follow God? You know, it says here that you be not fo- slothful, be followers or imitators of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Look at the people who've run the race that you want to have, the ones who've, who've, who've finished their course. You know, you look at Reinhard Bonke, you look at the different ones, the people who kept men of God around them, uh, people that they could be accountable to people that they could, people who they could, who could pour into their lives, being in the place of accountability to to strong leadership is, is a, is a hugely important thing.
1: Another thing too, is being in the place of with where you're supposed to be location, of course, is so important. But then being around the people that God wants you surrounded with, you know, there's something that's so awesome about following the call of God, because it puts you in the exact place and location you're supposed to be to be surrounded with the right people that you're supposed to be around and if, if you're young and you haven't gotten married yet or maybe you know it doesn't matter how old you are but you're but you're seeking God for a spouse you need to be in the right location there's there's something there's there's something that can't be you know um, you know changed about that like you have to be in the right place where God has you so that he can he can join you together with that person. So you being very, very, um, sensitive and obedient to that. And I mean, it's, it doesn't change, you know, if you are married, it doesn't change. If you, if you are somebody that has kids being sensitive to the Holy ghost on where am I supposed to live? What is the job that God has for me? Where is the church that God has for me? That is all very, very important. But, um, just in our testimony, you know, I almost moved away from Florida for a ministry job that had presented itself in a, in, a, in a different city, and I was getting ready to go. And I actually went and visited the city. I was, I was, and while I was there, um, I just did not feel like I was supposed to move. And I mean, it was like a done deal. Like I was going. I think in, in two months' time, I was going to be in this other city. And I just felt that the Lord said, you know, I, I, I'm not done doing what I need to do in you in Florida. So just stay in Florida. And there was no ministry job for me in Florida at the time. It was, it was either, you know, it was just kind of doing, doing odd jobs and things that I didn't really feel like seemed that, that exciting, Um, you know, to me. But there was a time that I was supposed to be in Florida because I was supposed to be here to meet Ryan. So and
0: the thing for me is funny about that is like one of the things that really stood out to me about Krista was that she was diligent, that I saw her always working. It would have been a different scenario if she was like, oh, you know, I'm here, but I don't need to work that was one thing for me, that was one thing that was actually a a big deal for me is, is seeing Krista as a person who worked as a person who was, was diligent. When I saw her there just working this job, it was something that said, Hey, I know she's a person who works hard. She's not going to be a person who's just trying to, you know, take time off work and work for the weekend. So what she was looking at as a, you know, kind of like a step down in a position was something where me being able to see her diligence was a big thing for me. Um, so definitely the, uh, uh, being under authority and then work ethic and then I think um for me there's so there's a scripture second Timothy 2 I think one of the big things and this is where uh really the power of God comes in is allowing the Lord to do a work in your heart second Timothy 2 Paul says Uh, to Timothy, he said, um, therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation, which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. You know, ultimately God's heart is people. Uh, God sees one human soul is more valuable than all the gold on planet earth, all the real estate value on planet earth. God's looking for people to have the same heart as him. And so if you can get past the world's way that they, oh, you know, I just really don't like people. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me because I haven't had coffee. Like you can become a person who has a kind heart, who's generous, who just loves people. Lord, make my heart like the heart of Jesus, full of compassion. Lord, put that heart on the inside. That heart actually comes naturally to Christians because it's God's heart. The Bible says in Leviticus 36, 26, that God gives you, takes out the stony stony heart and puts in a heart of flesh. And so God wants to help you fall in love with people because it doesn't matter if you're in ministry, it doesn't matter if you're in business, ultimately the heart is there to reach people. So if you can't love the person that you see on the street, if you can't be compassionate, uh, fall in love and be a person who even reaches out and wins souls. Like I I firmly believe people who win souls show God practically, God, your kingdom matters to me. uh, this la- a few uh, a few um, podcasts ago, I talked about. I need you. I, I need you to get past these things. I need you to, you know, be a person who studies. I need you to grow up. I need you to. Uh, I need you. And so that's really what it is. There's people you can reach that we can't. So um, decide today to put yourself in a place to qualify for promotion. And man, it's going to be a, a awesome run. And we'll see you in heaven. But before then, we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for joining us.